You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Welcome to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. Father Greg Sakowitz, the rector of the cathedral, along with Mark Teresi. Now, folks, this program has been pre-taped before Christmas. We played what you're listening to right now. So, again, the program's been pre-taped. And um, so, Mark, this is before Christmas and a lot going on. So I'm not going to ask you how you're going to do because uh, Christmas hasn't happened yet. But it's a busy time for everybody. It was a wonderful celebration. It hasn't happened yet. But it's going to be a great celebration. We have a tremendous program lined up. You can also get us on YouTube.com slash Catholic Chicago. YouTube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Again, it's been pre-taped for the program this morning. And with us, again, by popular demand, Dr. Edward Gordon, historian, writer, author, speaker, written many, many books. And so I think Mark... You could be introducing yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Enough about me. And I think in the history of this program, nobody holds the record for more appearances on Catholic Chicago than Dr. Edward Gordon. Edward, how are you today? I'm fine. I'm warm. And, that's, uh, a, that's important. Huh? Well, we've certainly been bracing and have now cold weather hitting Chicago, but do you realize it's already winter? Winter has yes. arrived, the very start of it. and But again, November was mild, the first half of December rather mild, a few cold days, but relatively no snow, nothing to speak of, at least uh, to this point. Edward, are you in Chicago? Yes. Oh, sure. Oh, okay. Yes, I'm right here. Home with his and you're warm. And lovely right wife, I'm, Elaine. I'm only about a 10-minute walk from you. And that, uh, plus his lovely wife, Elaine. And uh, great to have you on the program, Edward. Now, again, we've done so many programs on COVID-19. Yes. And, again, there's no question. It seems to be on the rise. Is that correct? Well... When you look at the whole picture, it is rising. But the good news for our listeners is that it's rising very slowly. Uh, Hospitalizations have increased across the country by 40%, but they were at a very low level. Uh, A few cities like New York and Los Angeles, if it continues, are considering going back to asking people to mask up again which is very difficult because people have COVID fatigue. Do the two of you have COVID fatigue? Absolutely. Yeah, it's very difficult to wear that mask for any length yeah. of time. Yeah, yeah. And it, it is. And people it is. also, if you mandate it, I think people are going to rebel and say, I'm not doing it. I'm just not doing That's it. That's right. Sue me. 
Well, and, uh, now the death rate is, we're still, we're below 300 people dying each day of COVID across the country. So let's not just say COVID is over. COVID is not over. And it's particularly not over for seniors. Uh, in nursing homes right now, less than half of nursing home residents are have the latest booster shot. For people over 65, it is very important that they get fully boosted. If the nursing home won't provide it, then go to your local Walgreens or uh, other pharmacy and get a shot. Edward, I have a question. If to be current yes. would mean at this point two original shots and now three boosters? That's right. So, so the yeah. max you could have right now it is would five. Be three boosters at this point. Okay. Mm-hmm. And things, but I, a question I hear so much, you read so much, people who are anti vaccination saying for those who get vaccinated, it could lead to heart problems, it could lead to blood disease, it could lead to death, it could lead to long lead to long term effects. You know, sometimes I'm just so confused. I mean, I, I just got my fifth shot third booster last week and yes. and my side right. effect was um you know a sore arm and nothing else and mm-hmm. but then when you read all these contrary articles or talking to people what what is the answer well first of all there's a lot of lies and propaganda on social media there are attacks uh with against Dr. Fauci mm-hmm. uh who Uh, spearheaded in many ways this attempt to contain COVID and has been greatly successful at doing it. Do not listen to unsubstantiated rumors. Look at the source of the information. There have been uh, in, in past years with other types of uh, outbreaks for polio, smallpox, etc., there's always been an anti-vax movement across the country. Why? Because uh, people don't want someone else to tell them what to do. Hmm. Others say the government doesn't have the right to tell them they have to get a shot. Right now, over a million Americans have died from this disease. Let's say we had no vaccine. Hmm. Maybe the number would have been two or three million would have died. Now, with the Spanish flu, right, right after the First World War, there was no vaccine. So millions had to die to reach the so-called herd immunity. So for those of you that have had members of your family or friends die, let's multiply that by two or three times without a vaccine. But the naysayers would say, the naysayers would say, the naysayers would say to you, Edward, that's not true. You can't prove no vaccine even three or four times that. I mean, I agree with you. The naysayers would say, uh, probably, okay, prove it, not true, I don't believe you. 
Well, if that's the case, then maybe they shouldn't take any medicine. Right, yeah. Because doctors will tell you with any medicine, there are side effects. When you have an operation for your appendix or gallbladder, there's always a risk that something will go wrong. Well, why is that? Well, that's because everyone's metabolism and body is different. Mm -hmm. There are always risks. I mean, I know nurses who refuse to get vaccinated because they've seen people with severe reactions to various vaccines in the past. No, it's in now. What what's the but what's the risk of you getting a bad reaction to the COVID vaccine versus the risk of you dying from COVID or getting long COVID? There are hundreds of thousands of Americans now who have long COVID, many of whom were not vaccinated. Explain, and they're still explain long COVID. Long COVID uh, is uh, what we think is a neurological reaction that is causing problems in different parts of your body that they cannot at this point cure. Now they're working on it. There are various theories of how to deal with it, but there are many people who are still sick with long COVID. And if you're older, the concentration is particularly higher among older people. Now it's interesting. Because so I've, you have to weigh. Yeah, you, know, you got to weigh the risk here. What What do you want to do? The, it's the, sort of like saying, Mark, you don't need to get a checkup every year. You know, if you have a pain or an ache, tough it out. It'll go away. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it until you got an ambulance and they have to take you to the emergency room and they find out you have something that maybe was curable, but you ignored it. Now, I think that's just stupid. Well, it's that's in, not healthcare. I, I want that's not risk management. I wanted to go back. If to, that's the way you want to live your life, go ahead. I don't. I wanted to go back to mask fatigue. We were at dinner. Greg and I were at dinner with a couple whose uh, his mom is in a nursing facility, and COVID mm-hmm. strikes, and they're all isolated. So there's yes. a, there's another dimension to this illness, and that's the oh, mental yes. fatigue that people suffer. Do you want to speak to that a little bit? Well, remember the risk right now, 40% of COVID deaths, I'm sorry, yes, 40% of COVID deaths are people above the age of 85. The older you get, the greater the risk. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Because as you get older, your metabolism changes and your, your ability to resist disease, all kinds of disease, wanes, all right? Um, so uh, for nursing homes, since that has been a, a huge concentration of people who have died across mm-hmm. the U.S., to minimize the risk, they're asking people to get shots, mask up, uh, and if they're sick, to stay away from other people. And that, so I, I think that's a, a, a very logical thing to do. It's not easy to do, 
but it's certainly logical to do. You know, in China, uh, they have had people mask up and they've had uh, these tremendous uh, shutdowns of their cities. But there is a difference. The Chinese invented their own vaccine, which is not very effective. Mm -hmm. They haven't brought in Western vaccines. So when they open things up again, right now, COVID is running wild across all of China. Now, is that going to spread then worldwide coming out of China, a real severe outbreak once again? Well, I have more to say about the uh, next year and the second half of this program. Okay. Uh, I'll talk about that. But the, but the basic answer to that is yes. Yeah. Yes. So we just get into cycle could, after it, cycle. And here's the thing, going back to uh, long term, and that is yes. I was talking to a young lady who had COVID last January, so almost one year ago to the day. And yes. one of her, lo- she has two long-term effects. One, brain fog, where can she, be, she can be yes. talking, stop mid-sentence, lose what she's saying, then come back after like 20 seconds. And secondly, her eyes, when the eye doctor puts his finger in front of her and says, follow the eyes left and right, one of her eyes will not. So she's going right now to Shirley Ryan to have her yeah. eyes retrained, with muscles, hmm. and she found out there are many, many people presently at Shirley Ryan having long-term eye effects where their eyes will not work together and go left, right, up, down. One eye, <clears throat> sometimes both, doesn't work. They're going to Shirley Ryan. Mark, take us to break. Okay, WNDZ, 750 AM, Catholic Chicago, 312 You go to YouTube com slash Catholic Chicago. We'll be back with Dr. Edward Gordon in a few minutes. And one of the questions that I would have is, as you move forward uh, now with the numbers that we see, what about travel? What, what, what are his thoughts on travel? We'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Chicago is looking for mission-driven individuals who want to help make a positive difference in the lives of people in need throughout Cook and Lake Counties. Be part of a diverse, talented team of professionals in the largest human services organization in the Midwest. We are dedicated to helping people chart a more stable, happier future for themselves, and we accompany anyone in need, regardless of faith, gender, race, or ethnicity. Competitive salaries and generous benefits add to the satisfaction you'll have every day knowing that you're helping us amplify our impact in Chicago. To see our list of employment opportunities, visit catholiccharities.net. This is year 44 for me teaching. When I started here, there were teachers here that had taught me when I was a student. Now I'm the old person. <laughs> right now, I teach 
junior high math. I love when kids find what I'm teaching to be fun and they get it. I see that light bulb go off and it's a thrill. People are always amazed, what, what? You're here for 44 years? It's hard for me to believe, frankly. <laughs> I love what I do. Every summer I think, oh, I miss the classroom. Even on the weekends, I think I can't wait to get back on Monday and teach those quadratic equations. <laughs> Shape the next generation of leaders. Teach, apply today at artchicago.org slash schooljobs. Catholic Charities Refugee Resettlement Program has been especially busy this year, assisting individuals and families who have fled dangerous situations in their homeland, including Afghanistan and the Ukraine. The Refugee Resettlement Team helps with everything they need to start to rebuild their lives in a new country, including housing, employment, clothing, food, English classes, and referrals for legal and immigration services. The refugees are tremendously grateful for the compassion and practical help they're receiving, and they're giving back and helping each other plan for a brighter, safer future. Volunteer opportunities are currently available for those who would like to be family mentors and tutors so children and adults can practice English. To learn more about these rewarding opportunities, call 312-655-7096. That's 312-655-7096. back, WNDZ, 750 AM, Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. You go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. We are pre-taped, so please do not call today. Right. If you call... <laughs> You'll get a busy signal. Father Greg's direct number is... No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Dr. Edward Gordon here. Here's a Mark Treacy's bank account number. <laughs> no. It's, By the way, is, Mark, Mark... Believe got, me, there is... Mark, no. I've got uh, two Christmas tips for you. Yes, what are they? The past is gone. The present, I didn't get you one. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. We had a little... That's pretty funny. We had a little Christmas gathering with our, our religious ed kids and their families, and Santa came, and one of the kids said, uh, he asked, are there any questions? And one of the kids said, Santa... What about that list? <laughs> he was he was a little worried about where he where he fell in on that list. What about the list? And Santa said everybody here was good. So when I was a kid, I would say to Santa, "Are you big on forgiveness?" <laughs> <laughs> oh well, here we are. Doctor Edward Gordon, historian, scholar, writer, professor, consultant, parishioner at Holy Name, friend of Active whole, friend of us, friend of ours, minister of care, minister. And we're talking. Hey, by the way. By the way, um, Edward, what about the Ministry of Care? I, we're coming back, aren't we? You want to speak to that yes. a little bit? Well, I, uh, I I have filled out all of the forms 
to make sure that I'm honest and reliable. Mm-hmm. And I have gone to the training. Well, one out of two I've gotten added. my ID at Northwestern okay. University updated so I can get in the door. So now uh, we're waiting to make sure the tabernacle in the chaplain's office has Eucharist oh. in it and that the uh, census sheets that the hospital issues each day showing the Catholics are available for me to look at, and then I'll start up again. Now, now is, it, is it more... Uh, remember, though, I'm leaving on the, on the, tw- the 12th of January. I'm flying out to Palm Springs, California, where I do the same work there that I do here. I'm a Eucharistic minister, a lector, and I go to nursing homes Beautiful. there, and uh, they're so short of priests and deacons that I'm mandated to do a Eucharistic service with a sermon for people in nursing homes that cannot get on the little bus and go to Sacred Heart Church in Palm Desert. Is the retrain? So, uh, I'm sorry. Is the retraining here more severe than it was prior to COVID for for hospital ministers? No, not really. Okay. I'd say the, the what's more severe is the archdiocese, the archdiocesan and state and uh, mandated background checks. Okay. Uh, there's more of that now than there were ten years ago when I started. Right. Also, right. I want to thank uh, Lori. I, I, I fully wanna... understand why they're doing it, and I'm happy they're doing it. I'm happy. I want to thank uh, Lori Doyle and Deacon Dan Walter and Michelle Sotak in the cathedral who was spearheaded the Ministry of Care to get it going again, but really quarterbacked yes. by Lori, and had about 25 new ministers of care to be trained, which is, folks, so beneficial to those who are in the hospital. So yes. people like Dr. Edward Gordon who go in, and Edward has said to me, and this is not breaking confidentiality, Ed, you have said to me more than once, you get mm-hmm. so much out of bringing Holy Communion. It As you leave the hospital... Yes. You're refreshed and nourished, and the people's lives have touched you. That's right. I think it's really an act of faith to go. Uh, uh, upon a case, most of the people I see at Northwestern are not from Holy Name Cathedral. Mm-hmm. They're from all over the United States. Some are from overseas. But once in a while, uh, walking around our neighborhood here, someone will come up to me, and they'll say, you don't remember me, but you came in and gave me Holy Communion when I was sick. And I wanted to tell you how important that was because I really needed that spiritual help that that program gave. So I'm happy as a volunteer to have the ability to come and do that and represent you, Father, who we just don't have enough priests to do the, the necessary work. And I encourage all our listeners to really think about encouraging their young boys in their families to think about a religious vocation. Amen. We need and women more yes. priests. Yeah, priests, religious deacons. We need more religious life. Mark, go back to your question because thank you, Edward, about okay. the uh, travel. Yeah, I, I was just curious. Uh, with the numbers the way they're going, 
uh, with, I mean, that's a long trip. That's four hours, isn't it? Uh, yes. Are, do you have any concerns about traveling with the numbers being up? Yes, I do. And what are you doing? And what I are you can, doing? Well, I will wear a mask at the airport when we check in. I'll wear a mask getting on the aircraft. Uh, if, if I have some coffee or a donut or whatever on the plane, I'll take it off. But uh, here's, here's the deal. Do I think I'm going to get COVID? Well, probably not. Do I have COVID that I might give to someone else? Uh, last Sunday when I helped uh, as a Eucharistic minister, I wore a mask in the cathedral. Now, I didn't have to do that. Mm -hmm. But what happens if I had COVID and I gave it to someone else? Because wearing a mask is to prevent me from infecting you. Exactly. Right. It protects me a little bit. But uh, so I wore it because I thought I should. And it gave me a little protection as well. Yeah. It, so, uh, yeah. you know, the, the, the health commissioner in Los Angeles basically makes the point that, you know, with the numbers going up, whether you mask up now or two weeks, and if they proclaim that we need to, uh, do you love other people? Do you feel an obligation to other people? So I'm saying in, uh, you know, when you get together for Christmas, if you have older people there with younger kids, do you want to run the risk of that older person getting COVID and dying, and they are at greater risk than anyone else, mm -hmm. anyone over 65. And the older, the more the risk. Even if they're fully vaccinated, they've had all of the boosters, they could still get COVID. And because their immune system is weaker than it was when they were 50 or 40 or 30, they could get long COVID. So think about it when you go to those family celebrations and think about it when you travel to protect yourself to a degree, yes, but w what about other people and the obligation we have to other people as good Christians and Catholics? So I, you know, it, it's a personal decision you have to make. Now, what are you going to find in L.A. in terms of churches? Is it similar to what's going on here, or are they more well, restrictive? Or? This is Palm Springs, so mm -hmm. it's not L.A. Oh, okay. So uh, Sacred Heart, uh, I don't know. I can't, uh, The infection rate is low in Palm Springs right now, just as it is here in Chicago, but it's rising. Now, Los Angeles said they might go back to masking if it continues to rise. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Edward, we I all know that between Christmas, New Year's, travel, I'd be shocked mm -hmm. if come January 1 or January 5th, it doesn't really spike upwardly a lot. That would surprise me. Well, we're all going to be wrong. indoors. Well, hopefully. We, we hope it won't. But we, we'll be more indoors. Uh, the question is, have, has everyone been fully vaccinated with boosters? And I must sadly say, uh, no, the, the, a lot of people had got the first two shots and that's it. No more the, oh, the older generation got the boosters, but even there it's fallen off because people feel that uh, COVID is over and it's not over. 
If I'm not, uh, no, if I'm not mistaken, 15% have received the third booster. Not the yes. third shot, but the third booster, which is a, that's 85% have not had the third booster, not shot. So yes. people have just said, enough of this. I'm not even going to be doing the, the shots anymore. And yes. or, or we'll get to it. We'll get to we'll, it. We'll get no, to it. It's not urgent. In fact, speaking about getting to it, Mark, take us to break. That was a nice segue, wasn't Beautiful. it? Beautiful. WNDZ. That's making the big bucks. Hey, Catholic Chicago, don't call us. YouTube.com <laughs> slash Catholic Chicago. We'll be back with Dr. Ed Gordon uh, in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. an old bicycle that's not being used? Consider donating it to Catholic Charities Veterans Bike Project of Lake County. Skilled volunteers are refurbishing bicycles to make them safe and ready to be used by veterans to get to and from their new places of work. We also gratefully accept financial contributions that are used to purchase bike helmets and other safety accessories. Our veterans have faithfully served the United States and now it is our privilege to serve them. For more information on the Veterans Bike Project of Lake County, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. I am a seminarian. The church needs compassionate and well-trained priests to help guide each of us through life. What inspires me, what draws me always to the priesthood is continue to see priests be a beacon of hope for other people. You can play a part in the education of these young men as they prepare for a life of service to others. I want to be that beacon of hope too, and it, it sets my heart on fire. To support our seminarians, make your gift at archchicago.org slash seminarianfund or call 312-534-7959. The cemetery ministry is a core ministry of our Catholic faith tied to the corporal works of mercy. It's comforting to know that our Catholic cemeteries are caring for the remains of our loved ones awaiting the resurrection. There are 44 Archdiocese of Chicago Catholic cemeteries willing to help you in your time of loss. Call 708-449-6100 or visit catholiccemeterychicago.org. Catholic cemeteries, serving the Catholic community since 1837. You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago.
We're back, WNDZ, 750 AM, Catholic Chicago. You can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago to view our program or our radio listeners are 750 AM. Dr. Edward Gordon, historian, scholar, writer, professor, consultant, and predictor. What do they call it? Prestidigitator? Right. No. <laughs> Prognosticator? Prognosticator <laughs> for 2023. Like Edward, it's, yes. your, it's your stage. You've got Tell the crystal ball. Okay. Tell us what's happening for, right. for Greg and well, I this coming number, year. Uh, number one, the Bears will not make the playoffs. Yeah, well. Well, that's not hard to predict. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, the Bulls will probably not make the playoffs. Number three, the Blackhawks will not make the playoffs. So now we're just spring. And number baseball. three, there will not be a subway series between the Sox uh, and the White a World Series between the Sox in and October Cubs. of twenty twenty three. This ends our program. <laughs> Edward, no, no, go ahead. No, come on then. Go ahead. Your Let's predictions. be somewhat optimistic. Right. You know, I'm a I'm a historian. And I also am a futurist. And a lot of my work, I think you both know, is on labor economics. Mm-hmm. So I'm a historical economist. So let's, but let's take a look at the future. Let's first start out with good news. Mm-hmm. First, recently you heard about fusion, how Lawrence Livermore Laboratories now has actually achieved nuclear fusion. Cold fusion. Now, what does that mean? This is tremendous. Well, this, you know that when you split an atom, you release tremendous energy. Mm-hmm. Now, that's fission. What they've done now is use lasers to do the same thing, but it does not give off the radiation. It does not give off the heat that fission does. Cold fusion, once it's commercially available, and now there's billions of dollars being spent to make it commercially available, to make it viable within our lifetime. So you better get those shots to make sure you're around. All right. Anyway. So how does it benefit us on it? How how does it benefit us on a day to day? What it will do is it will eliminate the need to for coal and gas. Oh wow and petroleum to power all those power plants. You'll be able to use cold fusion, and also cold fusion is clean energy. There's very little environmental damage, much less than we have now. So once this occurs, this will be a revolution in energy, and it's cheap. It'll be very cheap once we decide how to do it, okay? This is good news for the world. But now, are there any side effects with with this? Any very negative? Really? Very, there's no. There's very little radiation. There's very little. So, how much lobbying so, do you think we're going to hear from energy companies about this? Is not uh, well. They're workable, going. No, listen. they're going to. They're going to get on board and use cold fusion for their power plants. Oh, okay. We're going to use cold fusion if if we're successful with this. We're going to use cold fusion to power a lot of different devices. So, so dream a little, dream a little bit with that concept. And what might our homes look like, say, in ten years? Uh, well, maybe twenty years. Okay, twenty years. 
my home like will be, my home will be all Saint Cemetery. Don't say, me I don't, say Mark, I, don't I, hold I, your I'm breath. <laughs> so, um, well, uh, you'll have a furnace, mm-hmm. but uh, it won't be powered by electricity. It, it will be powered by electricity, but that electricity will be from cold fusion rather than what we do now with coal or petroleum here in the Chicago area. Interesting. It's exciting. It will mean it'll be a lot cleaner around here in the air. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you guys have allergies? Do you have yeah, a I particular do, I matter? Do. I do. I do. I do. I do. Yeah. I have it out in the desert, too, so it's all over. Yeah. So this will be a huge revolution now, that it will be good for the world. Now, let me ask you one before you give another prediction. This was on your possible list. I'm huge into the environment, into climate, yes. into global warming. Yes. I'm huge yes. into that. And what we're yes. seeing out west in all those western states with this incredible drought and like Lake Mead and other places literally drying up, water becoming scarce. And this has been going yes. on for year after year after year, the naysayers say it's all cyclical, it's part of life, it's part of nature, it's part of the cycle. I totally disagree with that. So in your predictions, where do do you fit with the whole area of climate control moving forward, uh, ecology, environmental issues? Uh, I really think our earth right now is sick environmentally sick with losing the ozone layer. I'm not, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. But the, I think the earth and, and also the tremendous storms that are so vicious, be it hurricanes, right. tornadoes, blizzards, cold, heat. Uh, and again, naysayers say it's cyclical. It's all part of nature. It comes and goes this way every 100 years, whatever. And you just they will not reason with you. And so I disagree with them like they disagree with me. Your thoughts, Edward? Okay. Well, it's not hundreds of years. It's millions of years. And then cycles, thousands of years, all right? Uh, you know, during the Ice Age, where we're sitting now, was covered with a huge ice sheet of glaciers. There was no Chicago. And when that it left, it dragged out the, the uh, where the Great Lakes are. It emptied that. And the water from those glaciers filled all those lakes, all right? So there are cycles. There's no doubt about it. But what we do know is that to a certain degree, man, because of fossil fuel being burned to create energy, has released more CO2 into the atmosphere, and that is exaster- it's exacerbating this effect. Now, fusion will not release any carbon dioxide into the atmosphere. That's why another reason I'm so excited about this. But it could so be it too late. Help. Could be too late. I'm sorry. It could be too late in terms of uh, so sickening uh, the environment. Well, let's hope it isn't. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I, look, I hope you're right. We need to do more. We need to do more now. But one of the the uh, breakthroughs of, of of fusion is that it will greatly reduce the amount of CO2 released in the atmosphere. All and right? see, now even this very discussion now is pertinent because some of you listening may say, "What does this have to do with Catholic radio or?" you know, God, I think it has everything to do with it because we also have to be stewards of God's creation, Mm -hmm. that God created the world, everything around it. Are we good stewards of his creation, especially, you know, the three of us, 
are older, there's no question about it, what are we leaving behind for the younger generation? You know, Mark, your grandchildren. Mm -hmm. What's the world going to look like when they are our age? And that scares me. And do they have good habits now in terms of correct of the environment? Which they do. Well, let's move on to another breakthrough, and that's additive manufacturing. This is using substances that we can use uh, using computer-generated technologies to make parts. Right now, we're making parts uh, for in medicine and in industrial areas. Our prediction is over the next 10 years, you're going to see a tremendous acceleration in additive manufacturing. It will make manufacturing cheaper, easier, more uh, uh, ability to adapt it uh, to new devices and uh, in medicine, uh, in industrial, uh, automotive, etc. cetera. Uh, it will be a revolution in manufacturing across the world. I expect that this will accelerate over this decade. And uh, it's already beginning to happen. And I think that it's a very positive piece of news. However, it does require a skilled technical mm -hmm. workforce exactly. to bring that about. I'll have a little more to talk about the workforce in a few minutes, but this is a positive thing. Uh, now, another positive that has come out is that we now have a plan we're unveiling so that if another pandemic occurs, we can get a new vaccine within 100 days that will be effective. This is very important because think of when COVID started. We had no vaccine. Mm -hmm. How many people died during that time? A it tremendous took a year. number. It took what it yeah. took like about almost a year for a vaccine That's to finally right. hit the so market. So now we are unveiling a practical blueprint against a new virus or these variations uh, that are occurring now with COVID, these booster shots that we keep getting because it's mutating. So this is, I think, a very important message to give to people. And also, I want to take this time to uh, give Dr. Anthony Fauci his the credit that he that is due to him on how he helped to manage this crisis during the past few years. Uh, he's retiring soon. And I think he is one of the most important medical leaders that we have had. I compare him to Dr. Salk, who invented the polio vaccine that probably helped to prevent me from getting polio when I was a little boy. But this has been even bigger than that because the COVID crisis has been the biggest socioeconomic medical event worldwide since the Second World War. Millions of people have died across the world because of this. And the recognition this man deserves, the shared lessons, what we have learned from this disaster will now help to mitigate future similar problems that will probably occur in the future. We're going to so take I, a little I, break, at, and we'll continue sure. to hear your predictions in a few minutes. WNDZ, okay. 750 AM, Catholic Chicago. 
You can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. We'll be back with Dr. Edward Gordon, predictions for 2023, and um, special greeting we'll ask you to give to our listeners for 2023. We'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. has had the privilege of helping people in need in Cook and Lake County for more than 100 years. We would like to take this opportunity to thank our frontline workers who, despite the unprecedented challenges of the past two years, continue to excel at their jobs every day. From the warehouse staff members who pack boxes of nutritious foods for low-income seniors, to the dedicated WIC employees who have remained open for families with children under the age of five, to our volunteers and restaurant partners who ensure that meals are available for those experiencing hunger, to our service coordinators and our professional counselors who continue their vital work in innovative ways, to our food pantry staff and to all those who work at Catholic Charities Call Center, finding solutions for every person who reaches out to us for help. Charity is at the heart of all you do and we salute you. Welcome back. Es fabuloso verlos. Dobrze jest znowu być razem. It's good to be together again. After so many months apart, pandemic capacity limits have been lifted, and we want to welcome everyone back to church. We can all pray together again. And listen as our choirs lift their voices in song. We've been together in spirit. And now when you are ready, our doors are open wide. Nuestras puertas están abiertas de par en par. Nasze drzwi są otwarte. And we're here to welcome you back to Catholic Mass. At Catholic Charities, we want to remind you that we are here for anyone who is a victim of domestic violence or anyone who has a concern about someone they think may be a victim. Domestic violence affects millions of people each year, both women and men, of every race, religion, culture, and economic status. It includes physical, psychological, and emotional abuse inflicted in both subtle and overt ways. The impact on children can be devastating. If you or someone you know are victims of domestic violence and you are looking for a place for healing and recovery, call us at 773-935-3434 in Cook County and 224-430-4977 in Lake County. A safer, happier tomorrow can begin today.
We're back, WNDZ, 750 AM, Catholic Chicago. You can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago with Dr. Edward Gordon. We're listening to some fascinating predictions for 2023. And by the way, we are pre-taped, not live. Correct. Not dead. (laughs) We're animated. (laughs) Dr. Edward Gordon, next prediction. Well, there have been outbreaks in Russia, Iran, and in China against the dictatorial governments that have oppressed their people. Last, on Sunday, yesterday, you saw in the New York Times, Mm -hmm. Putin's war. But what has been reported in the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, the Economist magazine, the Washington Post, the Tribune, is that all of these regimes are living on borrowed time. I predict that in 2023, we will see some major regime change in one or more of these countries. In Russia, the people are beginning to understand with the death of their sons, husbands, Mm -hmm. in the war in Ukraine, The economy is beginning to suffer major economic issues because of those setbacks. In Iran, the Ayatollah, who has oppressed women and others opposed to the attempt of Iran to dominate the Middle East, to destroy Israel, to fund terrorism across the world, but particularly in the Middle East, The people there are economically oppressed. Women have been attacked and murdered because they don't wear a veil or a burqa. And now widespread riots are continuing to occur across that country. In China, the failure of their long-term COVID lockdowns and now the eruption of major infections from COVID because of the ineffective nature of their own vaccine. Linked to Xi's attempt, the president, to return to a Maoist form of communist economy is now causing widespread unrest among old and young people. Young people cannot find jobs coming out of college. The economy is shrinking and the attempt to use Chinese military power to threaten the attack on Taiwan, which is an independent nation. People do not want war in China. So the demonstrations there are unprecedented. So I expect one or all of these nations will expect will will actually experience regime change that doesn't mean they're going to become democracies Mm -hmm. but what it does mean is that we may see more moderation in russia china and iran and this in turn will help all of us 
Now, Edward, I know what are your thoughts, Edward, about that North we're Korea? We're working toward this. What about North Korea? What is what is happening in uh, North Korea? Well, North Korea, the Hermit Kingdom, uh, remains a closed structure. He just Kim just uh, trotted out his daughter for the first time as a potential successor to him. Uh, North Korea is has a long history of indifference to its own people. During pe- periods of great starvation, millions died in North Korea fairly recently. Hmm. They're continuing attempt to develop long-range ballistic missiles armed with nuclear warheads to intimidate Japan, the United States, and others, has only gotten now Japan for the first time since the Second World War is now talking about its need to defend itself, not just relying on the United States to defend it. What's the and the same thing has occurred in Europe when you think about it, because Putin's war now has united the Europeans more than ever. Sweden and Finland that were neutral now want to join NATO. Mm-hmm. What's the impact of your predictions on the United States? The impact is that the United States will now have, in my opinion, more allies overseas who will join with it to stop aggression, whether it's an attempt to destroy Taiwan, which has been an independent nation since 1949, or in Europe to attack Ukraine or take back the Baltic states in an imperialist move by by Putin to reestablish imperial Russia, Hmm. or in Iran to end the terrorism that has riven across that whole region and the divisions, and instead accelerate what has started with Arabs and Jews finally talking to each other and trying to reconcile their differences with treaties rather than bloodshed. These are all good things for the United States and and for the world's economy. Globalization is not going to end, folks. It's going to continue. Now, one quick question before we bring the program to a close, which has been pre-taped today, and that is, where do you see in your crystal ball, in, on February 24th, 2023 marks one year with the Russian invasion of the Ukrainians, how do you see, I mean, this is, this, what really saddens me is they're moving into a first full winter of war, yeah. hundreds of thousands of people in Ukraine, no heat, barely have water, trying to find food. And this is now December in Ukraine. This is brutal on the people as the war yes. continues to drag on in the Ukraine. Your thoughts yes, on but that? but remember this. Ukraine. The Russian army is being defeated in the field because of the weapons we have given the Ukrainians and the Europeans have given to them. They have shown that the Russian army is a straw man. And the attempt now by Putin to put hundreds of thousands of poorly trained and poorly equipped young men on the front line 
to try to form a tidal wave of Russians to overwhelm the Ukrainians won't work. Mm -hmm. And that is another reason why his regime is in jeopardy, because people do are increasingly understanding that the propaganda that he has fed them is a lie. And now as more body bags come back to Russia, and as the people continue to suffer economically because of the embargoes that we have uh, placed on them, I think that uh, the war in Ukraine hopefully will end this year, hopefully. Be, because be of a, the factors I've just mentioned. That'd be a wonderful, wonderful prediction for that one to come true and end, uh, and find peace again in that area, so terribly needed. In the last minute, Edward, pull the whole thing together. Do you have, like, maybe one last prediction, 2023 in your crystal ball? Okay. Inflation, to tame inflation, businesses must start doing more training of workers. We have 12 and a half million vacant jobs. Wow. Wages are rising because companies are trying to find educated, skilled workers, and there's a shortage. Companies need to do more in training, and parents need to do more to encourage their kids to do better in school so that we have more high school graduates graduating who can work and be trained in this fourth industrial revolution economy. Those are my predictions. And we'll see a year from now, we'll go back and see how well these predictions worked out. <laughs> yeah, it, it's amazing. You are so if, learned. If you still want me, if you still want me. Oh, on. Edward, I think we, we, we love you as a, a guest on the program because you are so knowledgeable in so many areas. And balanced. And, and balanced. And you come across very humble because you've done so much research. I want to thank you very much again, Dr. Well, Edward thank, Gordon. I want to thank you for having me on. I really oh, appreciate <clears> this the is, opportunity. You know, Mark and I look forward to the program sure along know. with Michael May and uh, Brian Brock because you're just a, you've been a team player. And so thank you, Edward, for being on the program. To you and your beautiful wife, Elaine, blessed New Year because as this program is airing, Christmas has already happened because it's been pre-taped. Yeah. So thank God bless you, Edward. Special thanks to co-host Mark Teresi. It's been a great year with you. It sure has. And you've been doing this program for how long, Mark, as a co-host? Two years? You fired me three times, so yeah, but I keep, I bringing keep you coming back. back. <laughs> so I want to thank Mark Teresi. will be back for 2023. Special thanks to our producer engineers, Michael May, Brian Hockey, Hitman Brock. To our listeners, may God bless all of you blessings and joy and health and we pray for world peace in the upcoming year 2023 god bless join us every monday through friday at this time for catholic chicago you can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website archchicago.org and clicking on radio tv and please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.